This episode of Neighbours is supported by Beamly, the social and content network for TV. Check out Beamly.com. Welcome to Neighbours. This is the Neighbours recap podcast. We talk about the last five episodes that just aired and break them down. And we're live from the Pirate Net Studios. I'm Vaya. And I'm CJ. This is the last episode before a little bit of a hiatus, just mm-hmm. to recharge, get the neighbours' juices re-energised. Yep, yep. We've had a lot to work with. With this. Oh, yeah. We've got to get into the big issues, mm. life, death, babies, all of that. We open up the week, episode 7106, and the publicity blurb is, Amber's pregnancy news has messy ramifications. Mm. Tyler and Imogen go on their first date. Tony and Carl have a spontaneous adventure. And that is a very generous description. <laughs> it is. I wouldn't adventure is going a little bit far. They but they went in a car. Yeah, like apparently. That's about it. Appar- and I think Nell was there. We heard all about it secondhand. Yeah, there was there was no off location shoot no. for this, yeah. So we opened the week with Daniel hearing the news that he's going to be a father. Yeah. Well, he thinks he's going to be a father. Like a deer in headlights. Oh, That situation. Oh, man. Do you feel he was too happy? I thought – I mean, I think he was as happy as I expected him to be. Mm, Yeah. So, last at the end of last week, Amber dismissed the idea of um, abortion and adoption immediately. Yeah, didn't even nut it out. No, she said, oh, no, I'm having the baby. And – I can – she's just lost her father, so it's really confronting to lose another. But she didn't even tie it to that. She didn't even N- make no. that connection. No, and it's not like they're religious. We've never seen them go to church. No, but the whole of Ramsey Street seemed to be pro-lifers. Cause yeah, they no, are. No one f- fostered any other possibility yeah, for, and I mean, for this situation. Amber worked pretty hard on those exams to get into uni. I was so proud of her. Yeah, like she studied a good three or four hours. And she got into the exact course she wanted. Yeah, which was a fluke without a folio. And she's put in no contact hours. No, we've never seen – and look, it was fair enough. Her dad died and she had – she was planning a wedding. Yeah, you know, left at the altar. So, look, I mean, she should get special consideration and defer the first semester. Yeah, yeah. But she's not even doing that. No, like I can't even – well, she said, I've got to go back to uni. I've missed too many classes already. Like, but that's it. Surely some advisor would be saying to her, hun, just take the semester. But, you know, census date's already been. Oh, right. What does that mean? It's, well, census date's the 31st. That's when you can withdraw. Oh. I think her dad died after that. Oh, that's just inconvenient. Yeah, it is. So Gosh, so she's going to have an incomplete. That That's what it'll be. Oh, it just adds to the already mounting layers of disaster that mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. the Turner-Robinson union. And there's a question mark over the paternity of this kid already. And yep. it's like two weeks old in, in utero. Yeah. And Paige decides, well, Amber, you've got to go tell the other possible baby daddy. You've got to let Pistora Josh in on this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, hey, whoa, hey, pull up the pony. Mm. That was not in my <laughs> agenda. Well, I... You know what? You know yeah. what says you're not ready to have a child yeah. when you don't even know the fertility dates yeah. that would show you. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, if if she was actually trying to have a baby, she would have known what day she got pregnant, right? And it, like, let's ha- it's going to be Josh's baby, right? Yeah, we assume. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's uninteresting to be Daniel's for baby, sure. So it's going to be Josh's. I look. I've never had to do this much maths since year twelve this yeah. week. <laughs> Trying to figure out when the hell this baby was conceived. We had a lot of people on Twitter weighing in. Everyone was mucking in trying to work it out. Has anyone figured the last date of Amber's um, Arnie Flo? 
<laughs> so the closest I can get is from our mate Kate. Because um, it'll all come in a rush. Like she won't be pregnant for nine months. Yeah. No. <laughs> she'll be pregnant for like four months and then she'll have a baby and the baby will be premature. And it'll, know, be, in the hum- of- it'll be in the humidity crib for like two days, then yeah. it'll be fine. And Daniel will maybe reach out and touch its hand and Amber will feel guilt. Like, there's and so then he'll many be like, options. and they'll be like, that hand doesn't look like my hand. <laughs> That's how he'll pick <laughs> That's it up. That's how we find not, out. Not the brown hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it'll be part Greek. Yeah. The, 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 Teraj yeah. has Greek heritage. Yeah. It's going to come out and want to go to, um, what did you call Greek Easter? Greaster. Greaster. <laughs> it would have been conceived of a Greaster. Oh, yeah. Easter oh, baby. Easter miracle. That wonderful. So, Kate reckons pregnancy starts on the first day of your period, assuming mm-hmm. you ovulate two weeks later. Mm-hmm. So, the so first two weeks of the pregnancy, you're not actually pregnant. So, mm-hmm. she reckons that they so Amber's conceived not pregnant. two weeks ago. Theoretically, she might be by now, by like a couple of days, but she's still in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. She seems to be having a lot of off-camera morning sickness. Yeah. Like she'll she'll walk out and go, morning sickness done. Like it's something. <laughs> like it's not something that debilitates you and keeps, no. keeps, puts you on the couch all day. No. You can just pop off and do that in the other room. And she's not been to a doctor yet. No. No, like you think at some point oh she'd God, go get I, a checkup. I go to my doctors for everything. I yeah. say doctors. It's. Because you got a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Let, let's book it in. Let's sort this out. That's what a mature woman does. When oh, you're, no. When you're 18. <laughs> Giving away my age. <laughs> no, but when you're 18, you don't, there's no need for no. a doctor. Just at some point you might go see Carl. In the Google generation. Like, yeah. why would she need to? Yeah. Uh, my husband calls it basically internet certified. <laughs> So they now tell Lauren, Paige mm-hmm. and Amber sit her down. Lauren had the best response. Yeah, she was, Im- she was immediately horrified and then realised, oh, I should probably comfort my daughter and be a little bit excited. Yeah. Although, even though we, we all agreed that the correct response was horror. Yeah, well, she was, you are so young. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, they got sentimental because of the dead dad cop being dead cop. And, and so Amber says, look, I want to keep this just in the family. I just yeah. don't want anyone else to know. Because she, she's 15 seconds pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and 18 years old. Cut to, at the waterhole, Daniel's oh, new app starts beeping. Yeah. And Josh goes, why do you have a pregnancy app? Yeah. And he's downloaded a pregnancy app to start micromanaging oh. his fiance's body. And the penny drops for Josh yeah. after about a minute or two. And he realises yeah, Amber's yeah. pregnant. He's like... Why he said, "Are you pregnant? <laughs> why do you have, why do you have this?" <laughs> but I mean, oh, thanks, Daniel, for downloading an obnoxious sounding app. Uh, and he must have a, da- a great data plan, getting notifications like that all the time. Yeah, you got to you turn off your cellular data because that's going to eat into your plan. Yeah, and I can't imagine he's done any sort of sort of sense in behind his plan. And Paul's probably footing that bill. Oh yeah, well, so, he probably, he's probably never seen the bill. Yeah. Let's be honest. And um, and then he's all like, "I've got to get vitamins for Amber." Oh. Why don't we sit down and talk about Amber's future? Yeah. Yeah, let's sit down and talk about whether there's childcare at the university. Yeah, the the vitamins can wait a week or two. Yeah. Let's let's find out. Let's and not just your future. Let's talk about now. Let's go to the doctor. Yeah. Make sure she's all everything's in good nick. At least go and see Georgia, the defunct nurse. Yes. She's got nothing on. She's free to check her out. Someone. Then, so it's just a chain of telephone all the way down the street. Everyone finds out. Imogen and Tyler find out. Mm. 
And it's like that scene in The Simpsons where they all find out Michael Jackson's coming to oh, town. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. It was Amber's pregnant, Amber's pregnant all the way down the street. Yeah, it was just terrible. It just went around so quick. Like there was absolutely no privacy for Amber no. and her, her uterus at all. No, she no. may as well have just put it all on Facebook, mm-hmm. saved everyone the time. And then we finished that little beat with Paige cornering Josh in the street and telling him whatever Daniel told you, about the pregnancy, Daniel said she's four weeks along. And Josh seemed to be able to calculate this. I guess he's studying health at TAFE. Yeah. But he knew that that meant they had conceived two weeks ago. This is the confusing thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Josh would know that. But he seemed to because he he went four weeks. He knows about sit-ups. Then why did he already assume that it might be his? Unless maybe, he just doesn't know anything about pregnancy. Maybe they've been sleeping together for a whole month <laughs> and we don't even know. So then a- a Paige shuts it down and says, whatever Josh, whatever Daniel told you, it's a lie. He's, he got it wrong. It's actually that she's six weeks pregnant. I felt so bad for um, Paige in that scene. I just mainly felt confused. <laughs> well, th- that too. But I also felt like she, because she lied to her brother. Yeah. To save her sister. About her sister's baby. Gross. But I feel like she's making a clear distinction on which family she likes more these for days. For sure. Yeah. She ain't got no time for the Willises. No, no. Even though they are the better family, in my opinion. But she's she's just all about the Turners. and. But, I mean, I understand. The dad dead and she's got to, you know, be there. Oh, yeah, she's got to, yeah, she's got stuff to do. Yeah. So we leave them and we go over to Tyler and Imogen mm-hmm. planning their first date. And she's busy. She's got to do a shift with Toadie yeah. in his living room. And she actually go to, goes to classes. Yeah, she, she's been studying nonstop out in the backyard. Yeah. I, she's going to change universities, I'm sure of it. Oh, she has to. Now, Nate is a little bit surprised that Tyler is into Imogen. Mm. He doesn't pick her as his type. And I love that Tyler's into Imogen. Yeah, I love it too. And I, I like that it's like like Nate says, she's too smart for you. Like he's pretty clear about it. <laughs> he is, he's drops truth bombs yeah. a lot lately <laughs> and I'm bombs. loving it. And it, he just says... You know, she's too smart for you. You need to go and find a dumb chick, basically, because that's where you're at. And um, I love it because, like, he's so turned on by how much smarter he, he loves yeah. that she's smart. It challenges yeah. him, and it's great. And then she flipped him by by changing the roles and having a really active date. Yeah, yeah, which was great too because she's a thinker. And she said, so they organise this paintball, which I'll talk about in just a second. But mm-hmm. she says it's the birthday tradition that she and Josh used to have every second year, but by mm-hmm. her choice, mm-hmm. she always wanted to do paintball because mm, so, they're twins. Yeah, I, I, I have to be reminded yeah, of. That. Yeah, yeah. For years I had to be reminded that Amber and Josh weren't the twins. Yeah, exactly. So he's really impressed that she's taken him paintballing. It's a little disappointing though. So paintball is in the field, I think, where they had the Erinsborough Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Brett Bowman on Twitter said it's pop-up paintball because it is. It's like yeah. one day there's an empty field and the next day some blokes have rocked up with some like, paintball, yeah. plastic guns and, and some paint. Yeah. And away you go, sign up. But it was a perfect date because it was active and physical physical, and that provided a lot of sauciness. Except my problem is we didn't get to see it. No, we didn't. So there was a lot of action off camera. Yeah. And we got to see them kind of wiping paint off each other afterwards and going, oh, wow, what a great session of paintball we just had. Like, well, well, we didn't get to see it, thanks. I think getting to see them wiping paint off each other was enough. <laughs> Now, because they have gotten wind of the fact that Amber's preggers, and this means that it's kind of a definite sign that Damber are 
permanent fixture. And so Tyler kind of questions is Imogen over him and mm. she assures him, yep, I am, it's over, that chapter's closed, moving on. Yeah, I just want them to be happy. Yeah, just yeah. keep picking the paint off my face. Yeah, and take me back to your house. And then he kisses her and yeah. it's very sweet. So we'll we'll pick up with them on, on Tuesday's ep. Yep. Because we've got to talk about Tony and Carl's big adventure. Yeah. Another thing we didn't get to see. So tell us what why they went on an adventure. <sighs> Look, they were chatting about life and death. Yeah, and getting coming to grips with their mortality. Mm-hmm. You know, dead cops just become dead cop. Um, Paul's got cancer. I can't talk about that. Phokemia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't get emotional. And Amber's up the duff. So they're they're all questioning. Yeah. Life's great lessons. You know how you have to pay birth, deaths and marriages like $50 or something when you put in a form? Sure, yeah. They are living on Ramsey Street. Yeah. That that government department, (laughs) they're always putting in paperwork about a birth, death or a marriage on that street. They should set up an office in the street. Yeah. They should get the man shed, gut it. A pop-up office. Pop-up office. It's it's very hard to say. I can't say. (laughs) Pop-up office. There we go. Um. In the field, when the paintball shifts out, yeah, the birthdays and marriages stall can move in. Now, did you when they started talking about going on this trip? What did you think? Because I thought of you. I thought maybe they would pull into the airport and get on a mystery flight or something. My first thing was, if you think about life and death, yeah, and then get in a car, particularly with Toadie. Oh, oh, you're oh. gonna die. Yeah, that's rough. And I thought. And then when Nell started getting in the car, I was oh, no. I was I was a bit upset. See, Susan had the right idea. So so Toadie's like, get Sonia, get mm. Nell, I'll get Suze, pack the car and we'll go for a road trip. And yeah. Susan shuts it down. She's like, Don't want to borrow this. No. I'm busy at school. I I run a school. Yeah. FYI. Like I'm a grown up. I know that's easy to forget because she hosts a lot of weddings. Yeah. But And funerals. Yeah, whatever she's a most popular celebrant in town, mm. but she's also a principal. She yeah. can't just leave. No, I mean she probably could. But I mean she's left it a lot during the day to go have coffees at the waterhole. Yeah, but she can't take off down the road. So it's just this like loving family trip with Toadie, Nell, Sonia, and Carl. Yeah, thanks, Carl. And there was a great line in it, like um, Toadie's like, "You got to seize the moment, live your life," and she goes with Carl. <laughs> Because Susan's aware that no one wants she to spend time with her husband. She's singing left, right and centre yeah. at the moment. And I mean, at that point, Carl should have said, you know what, you guys take the family, enjoy your day. Yeah. I'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. But we've had, I mean, Carl's in full form. He had his biking last yeah. week and now this. I'm surprised like, they didn't get the bikes and go for a, like exactly. a day trip somewhere on and the they bikes. could pop Nell in one of those little... Oh, the cars, yeah. the little bicycle seat. And, and Sonia and Susan could have stayed firmly... Back in Aaron's bar yeah. and get their stuff done. Get some cocktails in. Yeah. Well, not for Sonia, mocktails. And so, but it all gets foiled. So we don't get to see any of their ad- mm. hashtag adventure. Mm. We cut to them back at the waterhole. Toadie says they got to, they went down to the Yarra Valley or something to do a winery tour, but they forgot their wallets. Yeah, thanks. Great. But how do you even do that? I... Men, all men carry is a wallet. Yeah, they don't have anything else. There's no lip balm. Like, unless you forget your pants, you don't forget your wallet. Well, look, I'm not surprised that Carl forgot his wallet. <laughs> not at all. And then they but, like they didn't bring nappies for Nell. Like oh. you couldn't go to a chemist and get nappies. Did they not do the parenting classes oh. or anything? Like is that that's like one of the basic needs of the child? Yeah. yeah. So they ditched the road trip and came home yep. and they regale Susan with this mishap and this By misadventure way, and then Susan judges them. How long did Nell have to sit 
in her nappy. <laughs> like, why couldn't, like you said, why couldn't they stop somewhere yeah. and buy? Like, I feel like it's only an extra couple of dollars to buy them at 7-Eleven. And there are, there are supermarkets on the road. Yeah. And it's a doctor and a lawyer. Oh, no, they don't have a wallet. What about Sonia? She didn't bring hers? Well, she was like, screw you, I'm not paying for you. And they don't have extra nappies in the baby bag? I feel like, I yeah. mean, I'm no parent, but you put an extra nappy in the I'm baby no bag. I'm no parent, but for sure I would take a spare nappy. <laughs> anyway. So that was... That you was, had a baby last week. Do you imagine how many spare nappies were in that baby bag? Who did? You. you oh, did. yeah. When, when yeah. You, you were like, what? I had a child? Um, <laughs> like neighbours, I had it off camera. So yeah, of course. So, yeah. Lots so of action. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get to see it. Uh, now, moving into Tuesday. Uh, Lou, speaking of babies, he's online doing a bit of baby shopping. Mm-hmm. Not shopping for <laughs> a baby. <laughs> he's not in the market to buy a baby. Wouldn't put it past him. He could get one in Thailand Dodge. next time he goes. <laughs> no, he wants to buy baby paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. And Bailey wanders in and Lou says, oh, your sister's preggers. And yeah. <laughs> Bailey has the best reaction. Yeah, he's like, what? He's the only one who questions the sanity of his sister in this situation and yeah. is like, she's too young, she's an idiot, she's throwing her life away. And Bailey's not like that switched on right now. No. And so if it had been a few weeks back, imagine how good his response would have been there. Yeah. Yeah. And he he makes the valid point of why is everyone on his case dealing with his grief and mm. he's lashing out at everyone when his sister's making poor life choices Terrible. and not managing her contraception yeah. Effectively. Oh, so Amber. he drops that judgment and then he says, anyway, got to go off to counselling. And then mm. he ends up just going and hanging out with the shitbag kid, Jaden, oh, yeah. Sue Parker's son, who only ever hangs around when there's underage drinking to be had. Uh, yeah, and he's terrible. But tell you what, Bailey's overtaking him in the shitbag department. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In leaps and bounds. Yeah. And this is, I think, one of the highlights of the week mm-hmm. is when they take the dead cop Matt's ID. Dad's, yeah. Uh, Bailey's found the cop badge, the police yeah. badge, and they start taking it around town and just doing a bit of policing. Yeah. And I just, I mean, because Bailey doesn't look old. Like the other kid <laughs> no. maybe could get away with being a recruit. Yeah, the other kid could buy beer yeah. at the bottle but, but Bailey, Bailey can't. No. And they put on sunglasses. Oh, it was so cute. It was cute. And then they were all like giving people warning. I wanted, I felt like I needed like a rock soundtrack and with teen cops <laughs> over the top. <laughs> it was just, it was ridiculous. And like the way they, um, they pulled things up and I'm like, why didn't you go just a couple of suburbs? Yeah, go to West Waratah. They were in Ansing's Corner, so they probably went for the iced coffee. <laughs> but And what's great is they were actually like looking after this, the local citizens. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were looking after the community. Like one, there was a woman or some guy who was being a litter bug. Oh, yeah. And he was um, like a nerdy guy. Like yeah. he, he was like a Big Bang Theory guy. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, no, I didn't mean to. And he he really fell for it. He's like, oh, no, these cops are going to find me. Yeah, like, the, kids, <laughs> the kids just don't want him to litter and, you know, ruin the aesthetics of the oh. suburb. And so they belie- he believes that they're cops. And yeah. then they pull over this woman of colour, which I was impressed yeah. to see yeah. on the show, yeah. if, if, even if it's just for a brief one-liner. Yeah, well, it definitely ticked a box. Ticked a box. Now, remember what they were using as a speed detection device? What? A hairdryer. <laughs> like, it I was, didn't it notice was that. ridiculous. I have to mention again, sometimes I'm looking down to tweet and I miss oh, yeah, visuals. I miss visual details. Where did they get a hairdryer? Did they just bring it with them? I, I guess they decided to bring it with them. And, like, to be honest, like, 
it that's kind of amusing to watch people slowing down and whatever. But it I, it was just hilarious. And then the woman said, um, "Speeding where to the hairdresser or something like." Yeah. She makes reference to that, and that and then the boys are like, "Yeah, yeah, you you're off with the warning." But see, it's very helpful because they're trying to believe yeah. they're trying to warn he's, people off speeding. I mean, you put the dots together. His father got hit by a hit and run. Yeah, and he's just trying to slow the people down for sure. At and least he's not knocked up like his sister. Yeah, he's, he's done great things. So Drab is judging this behaviour. Mm. He's watching from a distance and he goes and reports back to Lou. And he says, um, I don't think Bailey is at his counselling appointment. Of course he isn't. No one on the street encourages mental health no. care. So Lou... It was counselling, remember? Yeah. Like he's not going to an actual psychologist. No. No. He's just gone, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they can't even get the bare minimum of... Like his dad's just died yeah. and he's got an alcohol problem and nobody's booked him in at the psychologist. Like no. Medibank plan, nothing. 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 They probably don't even have health insurance, the Turners. Well, Medicare. Like do something, Do kids. something. Yeah. God. Surely the Erinsborough High could get a van in that they could all Well, that's go exactly and see. right. Like the, the, the dentist van? Yeah. Yeah, mental health van. That'd be a great van. Very necessary. This is where Lou lets Bailey have it and gives him a serve about mm. shirking his responsibilities and Bailey shoves Lou. Yeah. And it's pretty hard. It's pretty rough. It is pretty rough. And he would have to pep up quite a bit of energy because Lou's a stocky fella. Like he's yeah. old, but he's not, he's not, he's not like he wouldn't just tip over, would he? No. I mean, Bailey has been doing some extra training with the running club. Oh, that's but true. Still. But he was a- was unable to make it through a full session of that's running. That's true. <laughs> So he's 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 not a built guy no, at this stage. No. Oh, and it's sad because storyline-wise it would be great if he was a little bit more built up. Yeah, yeah. Lou would have gone all the way over. Yeah. It would have been tragic. So and then he just storms off. Yeah, and we'll revisit that on Wednesday's episode because mm. then all the Willises and all the Turners get involved Which on I just Project hate. Bailey. I, I hate just it too. Hate it. Yeah. Willises need to butt out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I really i am angry at Matt for implicating... Drab. Drab into the family business forever. Yeah, so we'll get to that. Now, the rest of Tuesday saw Imogen and Tyler hanging out again. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've finished with paintball. They go back to his place and they bring up the issue of, well, do we need to shower because we're covered in paint? Yeah. And pretty quick, by the way, normally when I've had friends that have done paintball, it's like an all-day affair. But I guess pop-up paintball only goes for an hour. Yeah, like 90 minutes maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick sesh. Yeah. Just... A little bit, but I and a, like a true Brennan, little Brennan is immediately up for the shower, take the shirt off, and he comes back oiled up mm. from the shower. Yeah, and because Imogen, what have they got in that water at that house? Uh, like it is like baby oil comes out instead of it's water. Really hard water. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a clean shower. <laughs> no. Someone's rigged it up. Sheila or someone. Yeah, must. yeah. <laughs> Sheila would have done it. She would have done it, and then she would have made like and stolen all their. To- Tops. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was at it. The underwear thief took mm. all the knickers and then took all the Brennan's shirt. Yeah, and they only had tank tops to begin with. I've got, I've now got this theory that the wardrobe department is cutting corners by just not buying shit, enough shirts for them. I think that's yeah. entirely possible. Like Naomi's been spending a bit on her outfit. Yeah, so, yeah, it makes but sense. They've got to make some cuts elsewhere. So now Imogen just decides to take off. She doesn't want to hang around with mm-hmm. shirtless little Brennan. Well, she's I, I've, you know, but okay. Firstly. Naomi and Big Brennan yeah. have been uh, like waning in their chemistry a bit yes, this week. Yes, they have. And then Little Brennan and Imogen, they have full on taken control of the oh, chemistry they, on the street. They're getting physical, they're yeah. washing paint off each other. The paint, and I almost want it. Like, I, I don't want Imogen to, you know, 
displace her values. Yeah. But I almost wanted her to run into that shower. I'm like, come on, girl. Ah, uh, yeah. It, There's a hot boy in that but shower. Look, I I love how they've played this mm. because I see a lot of myself in Imogen at this mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. and I would have been torn morally. You would have been sitting on the couch. I love that line yes. where she was like, do you want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I can just have a shower at my house. Yeah. Oh. And I would have been torn by the the angel and the devil on my shoulder going, mm-hmm. I want to go into his shower. I have to go home. I don't need to do this right now. Like it was, she played it really well and – we find out that she's really nervous because it's her first time. Yeah. and Which is great because I thought – because back in the day when Munter was still in town, they yeah. had a little bit of a tryst in the tent when they went camping. They did, but obviously not the full tryst. Yeah. We reckon maybe second or third base they yeah. would have hit in that tent. And, and I, don't, I don't even know if that would have happened with Imogen. Yeah. Maybe they just had a steamy makeout sesh. They might have. I was really happy with that because – particularly on our friends over over the road at Summer Bay, mm. they always just kind of dismiss teenage girls having sex. Like, oh, yeah, we just slept together in the tent and then that's no big deal. But yeah. I love the fact that, no, this is important to her. Mm. She's thinking about it. She's worried about it. She, you know, she wants to make the right choice. Love it. Yeah. All for this. It was great. And I, I like that she's just actually a bit awkward about it at this point. Yes. Like it's not unrealistic because often if somebody – is a virgin on a show like this, it's because they're religious or they're saving them or, and they're being like, there's a deal about it. Or you they're know? really awkward and there's yeah. a stigma around that. Yeah, yeah. They're, there's something wrong with them yeah. per se. But there's nothing wrong, I'm doing air quotes yeah. everyone. Um, there's no one wrong, nothing wrong with Imogen. No. And she's not doing this as some sort of emotional or political stand. No. She just doesn't hadn't wanted to yet she's just maturing as a young woman and it's a decision you make in your life and more power to her she's great and she's coming to terms with the fact that her best mate is knocked up and she hasn't even had sex and there's there's a lot of feelings to go along with that and recently i had cause to research amber's past on perfect (laughs) blend yes and this is her second pregnancy scare she had one with josh Oh, so one would think Amber, go to the doctor. Yeah, find out about healthy alternatives that can, you know, protect you against teenage pregnancy. Because you need to have control over your life. You need to have some agency in these decisions. She just like <gasps> she just mopes around between two boys. That girl, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I, I kind of love her for that reason as well. But anyway, <laughs> uh, now and Paige, so she. Immy confines in Paige and Paige basically says, well, mm. your first time guy doesn't have to be your forever guy. Which I actually really loved. Yeah. I hate that concept that that's always – You who, need to save yourself. Who, who is that true for? Not many people. No. I mean, it's important to, air quotes, save yourself for yourself for a sensible decision. Like you don't want to be making a – A bad one. A bad, a bad decision. decision. You want to make sure you've weighed the options. But, she's, but Paige somewhat said, look, he's a Brennan. He's pretty he's hot. hot. Like I've pashed him. Yeah. I would have. I would have. Yeah, and I love how like at ease they are with yeah. this situation. Like sloppy seconds. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, it's there for the taking. Imogen's kind of wiping off a bit of dust from her shoulders and saying, "You know what? I'm the better one." <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's he, great. You know, he kissed you, but he wanted me first. Yeah. So, and even though she ran out in fear, who can blame her? No, it's it's a lot coming at you, a Brennan. Yeah, um, a Brennan. And. He still was like, well, slow down. Like, he wasn't – Oh, it, yeah, there was, he was no pressure. He was very respectful. Yeah. Oh, and I just remember that she had the hots for his older brother. So she did. She's got a, a lot of emotions to work through. She she's does, like, but what a great deal. You don't get that one. What a great deal. And then, and then what comes <laughs> second in? 
And there's another one down the mines, another brother, Aaron down the mines. Oh, there is. I, I yeah. didn't know about so him. So we've got him to look forward to oh, excellent. down the he'll track. Be, he'll be here soon. It's going to be like the um, the River Boys on Home and Away. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be Brennan oh, after man. Brennan after Brennan. <laughs> they can keep bringing them as far as I'm concerned. We haven't met Dad Brennan too. No shirt, no shoes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Dad Brennan. Dad Brennan. How hot is he going to be? Imagine that. I've already cast him like, in my head. Like imagine Sheila can hook up with him. <laughs> or like I reckon he could flirt with Suze even. Maybe open a bit of an affair with Naomi. Look, oh, well, that that would be her boyfriend's dad. So Weird. Anyway, the world okay. is our oyster. That's not okay. <laughs> That's been done on winners and losers. That's been done on everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we round off Tuesday. We're only at Tuesday, but we're doing a short week this week, mm, so it's yeah, fine. Page... We've got to drop this in. Paige refers to Lauren as mum in front of Drab slash Brad. He hears her say yep. mum for the first time. Yeah. Which is, he's kind of, he was, thought it was quite nice, even though I would have been a bit offended. It's like, why don't you call me dad? Yeah. But, but you haven't earned it, Drab. Like we said before, she's clearly chosen a family. Yes. <laughs> it's quite surprising though, because she's come from money and the Willises know how to live it up over at Tarage's place. They do, but. She doesn't have to – she's not going without anything because she's just dipping into her Smith money whenever true, she feels like true. it. True, Like as Hunter pointed out a few weeks back on the podcast, she's got two iPhones, one to exercise with and one to talk to. Yeah, that's talk true. To use that's as true. a phone. Mm. And this is where Daniel suggests to Amber that she skip a bit of uni. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Like great advice. That's terrible advice. Terrible. She's, she's 15 seconds pregnant. Like if you're going to skip it now, what are you going to do in a month? Yeah. At the very least, he could have said, why don't you schedule a meeting with one of your course advisors yeah, and let talk them know about... Yeah, dad died and you just got pregnant. Yeah, and talk about what's yeah. available to you resource-wise. No. Don't dad... just say wag your classes. But remember, uni wasn't for Daniel. It's true. He's not one for the commitment of things. No, he learns by just walking oh. among the trees and absorbing what nature can oh, give him. I, I've begun to really hate his eyes. <laughs> like, they're a very beautiful green-blue... You know, but I look at them and I just, I want to just make them brown and sensible. Sensible brown eyes. Yeah. But because he, he like, just looks like up. Boun- like bouncer too. Yeah. He just looks up with this sort of spark in his eyes. And I want to be like, look, dude, you just knocked up your fiance. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. But someone did. Someone did. Yeah. And, um, and just get with it. Stop yeah. running down wells. Like get a pen and paper like you did when you wrote on the napkin all the reasons why you should get married and yeah. make a list of things you need to do exactly. to mentally prepare for a child. Like I feel like we're only months away from him putting this baby in a little front satchel thing, whatever they're called, <laughs> and just serving coffees at the cafe. <laughs> I think that's a viable solution. I, I, at least it means Amber goes back to uni. But yeah. still, like oh. – He's got. They've got no plans. No plans. But one one thing they've done well is he's moved in, at the Turner. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so he has. At least they live together. I guess. Yeah. Although, if Josh is the dad, what prospects does he have to offer? Well, he's, Josh has gone back to school. Well, he started TAFE. He's doing. He's, he's doing. Happy his, about. He's doing lots of class projects. Yeah. <laughs> it's apparently very intense. This personal training course he's doing. <laughs> it's not a six week course for him. Um, but. No. Uh, I feel like Josh has a bit to offer. A, he comes from a good family. Uh, to rage. Oh, she'd be all over that. She'd be buying like bugaboos. Oh, and- yeah. Imagine <laughs> the baby stuff they'd get. To rage would have an online baby registry. Yeah. She would be all over it. And Paige could still be the aunt. So Emma needs to think big picture when she's selecting her baby daddy. <laughs> yeah, she does. Although Daniel does come from Robinson money. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like the baby would have its own suite and if they wanted it to. And does not use that money well. No. And we'll actually, we'll move on to Wednesday mm. because oh. that's where Paul discusses his will. Oh, it was so, beautiful. Yeah. So with Wednesday, now let's read the publicity blurb because I did love it for this one. Mm-hmm. Bailey remains defiant. Naomi makes a decision. Paul gets a message. Oh, gosh, that's <laughs> very ambiguous. Succinct. <laughs> Normally they um they give away too much. Yeah, this, way too much. Like, yeah. What we'll do is we'll save the Paul stuff, the Paul Naomi mm-hmm. stuff for just a second. I think that's best because it's we, really affecting me emotionally. It's meaty. We need to get yeah. into it. Firstly, though, the Willises and the Turners have put their heads together because they, they want to have this little intervention about Bailey. He's off mm-hmm. the rails. Yeah. Which, let's remind ourselves, he's a 16-year-old boy and he just lost his dad and yeah. no one's managing his grief. No. They're just watching him spiral. As he puts it, everyone's busy celebrating Amber's pregnancy. <laughs> Instead of managing that situation. Oh, man. Why can't somebody drive him to his faux cancel- counselling sessions? Like, instead of expecting him to go by yeah. himself. Like, oh, it's at two o'clock, just go. Yeah. No. Paige, you're running around meddling in everyone's life this week. Make yeah. yourself useful. I found that disappointing. Jump in the yeah. car and take him to counselling. So, no one has any solution. So, Loz just gets on his back again yep. and gives him a hard time. And then she hauls him into the cop shop mm. where um, she has Brennan charge him with impersonating a cop. And Brennan takes Lauren aside and says, how do you want me to handle this? Like, mm. we can just give him a warning. Like, clearly he's not coping with his dad's death. Lauren's yeah. like, nah, charge him. I want him to learn his lesson. And it was kind of like the equivalent of when a parent tells their kid, if you don't eat all your vegetables, I'm going to call the policeman Yeah, to yell yeah. at you. But then she did. She did. <laughs> and I feel like impersonating a policeman is actually a serious crime. Pretty much. I mean, it was pretty funny and they were being very helpful to the community. Yeah, but I feel like it could come you were, with a prison term maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel a bit worried about Bailey going to prison. I don't think he's quite made for it. Maybe that's how they're writing him out. He's got to go to juvie. Oh, my gosh. I, I am constantly concerned on how they're writing him out, actually. Me because too. Are they going to kill him? I I worry. Well, actually, I don't worry. I think this would be a really fascinating storyline. Mm. I, I think that he's going to spiral and he's going to eliminate himself from the picture. I thought that. Yeah. Another possibility I've got is he just goes to live with Mason in Darwin. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, and Kathy. Yeah. Kathy will look after him. Yeah, because like he'll go and get a job and like just sort himself out. Or maybe he'll like legally emancipate himself from yeah. Lauren because she's such a harpy at the moment. And yeah. He'll, he'll go live with Gran. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Like get himself out of the situation. Great. And, yeah. Great. But, but other than that, I'm I'm maybe concerned about him dying, which I feel like yeah. is pretty unfair on poor Lauren. Oh, there's going to be a lot of crying. She yeah. did some more great cry acting this week. Yeah. Very oh, happy to she see did, it. Yeah, she did great. But I am so sick of the Willises coming round oh. to tell Lauren coming what to do. for a cup of tea. Yeah. But then we realise that, uh, well, Tarej and Drab have this chat about the neighbour's son, which was a bit weird. And then Tarej is like, what's the, what's the go here, mate? Mm. Like, you're always around there. And that's when Drab admits that as he died – Dad cop asked Drab to look after Lauren. Yeah. And he's really taken that on board. Oh, yeah. Like, that's his job now. Instead of going to the school, he he's looks n- after Lauren. He's never at the school. No wonder Susan's so busy. Drab's yeah. never there. Susan's got to teach PE, human <laughs> movement, <laughs> everything. Susan can't be teaching PE. No, she doesn't need that on her schedule. Or like, or her, like her medical regime. No. Her body can't take no. kickball. Maybe she's teaching them about that. I don't know. Maybe she's doing some gentle Pilates. Oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> um, but I feel like Therese could have stepped up and said, look, that's the kind of thing people say when they're dying that they don't really mean. 
Yeah, <laughs> you know it's what like I mean. The first, his his you know his internal organs had been obliterated. Like yeah, he wasn't thinking. It's the only sentence he could muster. Yeah, and like he was trying to say something a little bit more um, eloquent than "make sure you buy milk" or something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's probably more what people would actually say. Yeah. Like, I was meant to buy the milk today. Can you just make sure you get it? <laughs> but Or my jeans hurt or something. But he managed to come, come up with something pretty decent. <laughs> Ow. Like, and, like, it was only a few months ago when Drab and Lauren had a patch. Yeah. Well, it was probably about a year ago now. Yeah. But about a, look, yeah. but it's still vivid in everyone's minds. Yeah. I feel like if you're dying, that's – you don't really ask that guy to look <laughs> after your wife. That guy. He should have said mm. – Tell Lauren I love her. That's all. Oh, yeah. Or like make sure Lou or someone looks in on her. Yeah, tell Lou to always be with Lauren. <laughs> tell Toadie to make sure everything's all right. Yeah. Tell Toadie about my life insurance. It's under the counter. <laughs> no, no one's one knows dealing about with it. it. So poor Tarage. Mm. Oh, she's like, well, but what am I meant to do with this information? I know. But she. I, I just want to point out that she had a really great little blazer jacket on this week, the white and black one, and I just I loved it. I need to find out where it's from. And are you noticing that she just hasn't had much to do lately? No, not really. And she didn't notice that her boss had cancer. <laughs> like <laughs> she found ne- out when everyone else did. She's just never been around. No. And uh, I don't know. And she's, she's just, been flat chat. She she's has. been making the beds and stuff. And that yeah, poor concierge true. that let Georgia in, she's no. had to discipline him. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. I, I think, you know, we just don't have much going on with Therese other than the fact that her husband's a, a, a douche. Yeah. And so she goes around to Susan and she's mm. like, someone's got to help me out. Susan will give me some advice. And yeah. Susan is like, oh, my, her one piece of advice Maybe she's watching a bit of Frozen with the grandkids, but she goes, let it go. Yeah. Trage, let it go. Let it go. But, uh, you know, no one knows how to let it go better than uh, better than Susan. Yeah. Like, she's let a bit under the go. It's actually perfect advice. Like, she yeah. should have grabbed the Frozen DVD, handed it to Trage yeah. and said, my Watch fr- this. My friend Elsa yeah. has some words for you. Mm, Take mm, this away. Mm. And so we leave the Willises, and in the middle of all of this, Susan finds out that Mal and Catherine in London have had their baby, an yep. extra Kennedy grandbaby. She just gets a text message. <laughs> That's all she gets. They got the, the spam mail out text. Yeah. They, yeah, like the same one that I would have got if I knew them. They got, you know? <laughs> they got the SMS blast. Yeah. <laughs> Send to all. And they called it Susanna. Susanna, which I think is a very pretty name. It's a lovely name, but why not Susan? Because <laughs> Susan's a hideous name. I know, but that's <laughs> that's his mother's name. Yeah, but Susanna's a nod. It's a nod it to is Susan yeah, without having to not. give her a musty old yeah. lady's name. Yeah, that's true. And so Suze. I think Su- <laughs> Susanna, Susie. So I guess Susan and Carl will go to the UK again, Yeah, even though he just went. Yeah, soon. Someone must need a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. And now, finally, we round off Wednesday with Man flu has hit the street. Brennan, mm. Constable Mechanic, has a cold, a very severe cold. And he is not good at having a cold. No. like, And I think that's mainly because he has to wear a shirt. <laughs> it's chafing him. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, like he's he's got a temperature, but he's cold. Yeah. And he's got his doona. And he's just terrible, like very unattractive. And he, I think that's a rookie error, them making him so unattractive. Because, yeah. like, the, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah, he's not that dense in character. No, he's not trying to win an Oscar. No. Let the man play healthy. Be hot. So 
he's whinging to Naomi to make him soup and stuff. So Naomi has two sickies on her hands. She's got Brennan yeah. with man flu, Paul with phokemia. Yep. She goes around to Paul's to get away from Brennan and mm-hmm. she tries to make Paul his porridge. And Paul says, no, 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 I'm a grown man. I can take care of myself. Mm. It's true. He's been hobbling around with one leg pretty well it's for exactly ages. exactly right. And he's always been handicapped by the fact that he's a terrible bad man. Yes. <laughs> So <laughs> he just sorts himself out. Yeah. I feel like he's wearing an eye patch at some point too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Gnomes has this kind of epiphany because the contrast is immediately before her laid out. Mm. One man who's incapacitated because he's got the sniffles. One man who wants to take charge of his life even though he thinks he's a dying man. Yeah. And so Paul uh, takes this moment to get his will sorted out mm-hmm. and he speculates about selling Lassiter's. And I'm just thinking, how can you sell an entire... Does he own all of Lassiter's? Like Lassiter's, he does. So I think that as a family, they own the the Lassiter's. Like they have shares. Yeah, like the Foresters on Bold and the Beautiful. I I guess so. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't caught up with the Bold and the Beautiful. Wow, but um, and but I think that like Lucy owns New York. Got it. And he owns this And and Darwin and Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and Paris and and yeah, and I guess there's the London and the cruise ships about to start. So. Tarage probably wants a share in the cruise ship since it was her idea. Yeah, off the cuff. <laughs> lady lady on the lake or whatever they're going to call it. <laughs> so he decides he might sell and then he says, oh, I'll, I'll make sure I'll put some finances aside for Daniel with this new kid on the way. Yeah. Cause he, and this is the point I took issue with. He goes, because you, you can cancel a wedding but you can't cancel a baby. Well, guess what? You can. You can. Yeah. And that's, that's the... I took issue with that too. That's the bold fact. Yeah. And particularly when you're... 25 seconds pregnant. Cancelling, it's yes. not, not that hard. And when, when you're a young woman at the cusp of life. Yeah, I mean, it's emotionally difficult, but it's not. I mean, it could just wash out in the rainwater by accident. Like this is. Easily. I'm sick of these pro-lifers on Erin's yeah. Borough. Like, can we address the issue that, like, uh, yeah. Well, Paige tried to. She said, let's talk about your options. Yeah, and, and Amazon, just shut Amazon's down. Like, no, I don't want to. Thanks, so, Paige. Oh, God. Paul of all people should know that a woman has options. Actually, I feel like Paul's counts at a few kids after they're born. <laughs> so what I love also is he uses his will as an opportunity to throw some shade on the neighbours. Yeah. So he goes, now let's leave Carl my cold chisel CDs so he knows what real music sounds like. I loved that <laughs> because did you ever imagine Paul kicking back to some cold no. chisel? Never. K-San. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought, well, it makes sense age-wise. Perfect. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It also fits into the category of him being like my husband. <laughs> but he's in with he's in touch with his Australian, yeah, Australian heritage. Yeah. Um but culture. And it's a real throwback to the Paul we met when neighbours started, right. really. Because he was he was a ruffian, you know. I, I love that like he's he got, loved it. I love that he's got the whole back catalogue. What do you reckon his favourite tune is? K okay, Sam. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be K okay, Sam. But like, does he have it in a special box? Has he bought an iTunes Surely as well? Like, like a, what? Elle would have like packaged up, like, oh, yeah, yeah. got on Amazon and sent him a box set yeah, or something. Yeah, that's true. Father's and then, Day. And then he, he, he's, he's beautiful about Susan. Yes. Yeah. So she, he wants her to be the trustee of Daniel's finances, which yeah. is probably the best idea anyone's ever had on that street. Yeah. yeah. He what, wasn't like, like, let's give it to Sheila. Like he, no. he was on it. Like yeah. not even let's get Elle or um, no. Lucy or someone to be his trustee. Nah. We're never going to see Lucy Keep again. Keep it out of the think. family and get Susan. Like more people should – Susan should manage more people's life issues. Yeah. I mean she's – 
Uh, she's clearly not busy enough. No, like Max should have put her in charge of his life insurance. Yeah, somebody needs to find that life insurance package. It's in that house. <laughs> Paige. Again, Paige needs a task. She needs to butt out of everyone else's affairs. Mm-hmm. And there was a lovely moment in this Will situation. Yep. Where Paul says, what do you want? Oh, of course. Um, and Naomi is like nothing. Yeah. And it was it was actually really nice. She goes, I just want this coffee cup. Don't give me anything. Yeah. And then she said, because if I get it, you're gone. Yeah. And that oh, was really sweet. Gorgeous. Beautiful. And that was the first moment I actually started to wonder if Paul's going to die. Well, he can't die because he doesn't have cancer. No, but they're poisoning him. <laughs> well, he could die. He's fallen it's off things make before. cancer real. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, I don't know. Like I actually, because I, I I I suddenly had a vision of Naomi packing up the penthouse Aww. and f- coming across the cup. Maybe she'll do that. Maybe he'll go. I'm selling up, and so he's got to move out of the hotel, and she still has that moment with the cup. Maybe, maybe yeah. I, my premonition could be true, but hopefully not. He's going to New York to have his final moment with the kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, while all of this is going on, mm. Toadie's gotten wind of the fact that Carl's going to replace Paul as mayor. Yeah, and apparently Toadie is now a big fan of Paul. Toadie will not have it. No. He will not have Carl standing in. Not Like, a month ago they hated Paul. And he's, like, grown up with Carl. Yeah. Carl's like a father figure to he, him. Nah. He's more of a father than whatever his dad's name yeah, is. Yeah, over in Colac. So he rallies the troops. Everyone in the area mm, mm. makes posters. Mm-hmm. Comes up with one chant, just Paul, the one. Paul is mayor. Keep is him, there. Keep keep him there. Robinson's mayor. Keep him there. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even pick it up at the moment, but you're just you saying it now. <laughs> it was one rhyming couplet that mm. they said over and over again. I mean, they, I guess there isn't a creative writer on the street that they could call. No. I mean, Bailey was probably the closest that we could have had to it, but he's busy. Yeah, he's he's tied up. Plus, I don't think he'd care much for Paul either way. No. I guess, well, Georgia's written songs. Maybe she could she have. Has, but she didn't even come to the chant because yeah, she's she too busy going through care. the computer. So, Robinson's mayor, keep him there. They shout it. It's like a supportive, angry mob down in the foyer of Lassiter's. Yep. Paul and Naomi come down and see this show of yeah. encouragement. It was beautiful. It was a bit strange. Like, don't all these people have jobs? <laughs> I think if, if one thing we've ever learned from Neighbours is you don't have to be at your job the whole day. Yeah, sure. No, like you can pop off for coffee, random. Long lunch. Yeah, random protests I've been at doing, any time. I've been doing work wrong. Yeah, me too. Like I go there in the morning and leave in the afternoon. Yeah, and I just like stay at my desk and yeah. do my tasks. Yeah, I mainly eat lunch at my desk. I'm an idiot. Well, I guess it's unhealthy to do that. So these people all have the right idea mm, to mm. take a break, a physical break from your desk. Yeah, they've got a good work-life balance, Great. these people, yeah. So Paul goes back into the lift and he chokes up. He's like, mm. did you pay them? Did you, like, tell them who was in my will? Did mm. you bribe them to do this? And Naomi's like, no, 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 this is all them. And he gets really yeah. touched by their show of support. And then Naomi gets really sappy and mm. says, oh, mm. you're a strong man, you're a great man, and, mm. you know. And then she, by the way, Brennan's pulled a sickie, mm. and, which he should have done at the start of the day. I don't know why he had to go in just to arrest Bailey, then come home. Well, yeah, it, it was silly. I mean, he shared his flu with now the four officers the entire, that work there. The entire police station, and they're already understaffed because they've lost Matt. Yeah, nobody's replaced him. So they can't afford this. I mean, they can probably get Bailey in the shit bag to go around and put yeah. some speeding fines yeah, in place. Yeah, he can be the replacement. <laughs> They don't even have to get new paperwork. No. So uh, finally, we finish off Wednesday with um, Naomi running over to 
to Brennan's place because he says, I want you to make me more soup because mm. I'm sick. And she's like, that's it. I'm reevaluating my life choices yeah. and I don't see myself with you. Yeah. And breaks it off, which is yeah. possibly the worst decision. Well, actually, the moment Naomi got to the street, I wanted her to hook up with Paul. The moment. It's true. And I used to want that back when I thought she was a more mature woman. But, but now you've seen her with a Brennan, you're like, whatever. That's it. But also she's had good chemistry with Brennan. She until- had, but it seems to – it really – like it was like – um, will they or won't they? And then when they did, nobody cared. Nobody cared anymore. Yeah. The, the Spanish, the flamenco guitarist went away. Yeah. And so it just wasn't that saucy anymore. So. And now that he's all snotty. Yeah. And I mean, even though Paul's got furkemia. Oh, yeah. He's not even snotty at all. Like he vomited once on her. Which, look, it's hard to come back from but, that. But, you know, fluids are fluids. Okay. So they've shared. Credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Props to a guy who can throw up on a lady mm. and still get her. And have her still pine for him. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone can do it, it's Paul. Applause. That's yeah. an achievement. And I feel like I, I know that I'm toying with this because I feel like Paul might die just because I feel <laughs> so connected <laughs> to him. Think, you think the fake cancer is going to gain strength and become real? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm just so connected with Paul that I'm devastated. The, the drugs Dr. Dick is giving him have taken on a new life. and they've Well, they <laughs> who knows what they're doing? Anyway, so but George is going through the file one by one on the computer. And she's going to oh, find yeah. it. Like she will find. The file labelled fake cancer yeah. because she was in a file called Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. She's going to be like, hang on a second, fake cancer? And um, she's going to see the two. Remember how he ha- got the test and then he changed the numbers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's going to see the two tests because sure. apparently Dr. Nick would save both copies. Or she'd probably go into time. What's it? Time warp? Time oh, time yeah. zone? Time machine time on machine Mac. Time machine on She's Mac. got a Mac. Yeah. She'll like go through the files and go, oh, at 557, mm. his results said this. At 558, they said this. Yeah. And she's not going to be able to. But how is she going to tell anyone because it's stolen property? That's going to be a thing. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be great. Can't yeah. wait. So we actually need to pause for a minute because we haven't watched Thursday's episode. No. We're, we're going to do that together right now. Beautiful. Let's and then go. we'll report back. Watch it, mate. Jeez. 45 minutes in peak hour trying to get out of the hustle and bustle of the daily grind. I need to switch off the iPhone, the tablet and the fax machine and get off the grid. Come down to the off-air bar and de-stress. We got our furniture out of hard rubbish, so you don't need to worry about wrecking it. And we serve our drinks in jars, so it's okay if you break one. But if you want an alcoholic beverage, you've got to come between 7.45 and 8.15, because that's all we could get a liquor license for. The off-air bar. If 7.11 is closed, go here. Alright, so, we've watched Thursdays episode we're up to speed yeah i must say these are my favorite when we watch it and then we go straight to it straight in like fresh and that was that was a corker that one i loved that that uh, over time thursday is becoming a much bigger night than friday yes which is great because we can't recap friday because um i'm heading off on holiday and so this is our finale for the week and it was really exciting it was really ramped up at the end there and i'm like i'm so excited that you're going to be on holiday and so (laughs) Things are going to be revealed, you know. Oh, no. I'm going to be behind. Okay. People have to tweet me at Neighbours Pod. It's the only way. Keep me up to speed. I'm going to be like the people in the UK that are behind. Yeah, you will. You'll have to listen to yourself on a podcast. (laughs) I'll have to find another Neighbours Podcast. Okay. So we start with Sheila inviting Naomi and Mark round for a roast dinner. 
Like, she's really keen for Mark to come around for that roast dinner. Yeah, because she wants to get some veggies in him. He's sick. <laughs> like, there's nothing better than protein. a few roast vegetables and a bit of meat. Yeah. Sick. yeah. But Naomi hasn't really um, mustered up the courage mm-hmm. to tell her mum that she's just broken it it's off with him. tougher than telling Mark. Yeah, well, for sure. It'd be like breaking up all over again, telling mm-hmm. her mum. Mm-hmm. So... Now, we're going to go chronologically because we just mm-hmm. we just watched it. So then what happens is Paul and Dr. Dick are hanging out in the penthouse mm-hmm. and Paul says he's leaving some money in his will to the cancer centre. Yeah, and Dr. Nick licks his little lips and, and he, he says, oh, good, how can I kill him? But then his reaction is, why don't you give the money to me now? Yeah, of course, because <laughs> you're not going to die because you don't have cancer. He goes, like, just hand it on over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he says he's on the cusp of a cure. He's going to cure cancer, this guy. Yeah, well, he's not. I can tell you that. I don't reckon that's going to happen. Because, so he's not going to cure it because he doesn't have a space. He doesn't have a room in Erinsborough Hospital with which to cure it. Yeah. Now, I feel like I missed something this week because you, you did a pretty funny tweet about how it wasn't a cancer centre. So they had a launch, right, for this centre? Yes, yes. That was my boyfriend's observation, KB. Mm. He walked into the room when they had the launch at the waterhole of the Cancer yeah. Research Centre and he yeah. goes, that's not a cancer centre, that's a sign. Yeah, because that's <laughs> all it was. That's all they've got so far. Yeah. They've so, got a pamphlet in the works, uh, but they, p- don't have a, they don't have any actual this cancering. Is, these curing. are the ingredients you need to cure cancer. Sign, mm-hmm. pamphlet, space. Yeah, money. Yeah, money. So dying rich man. Look, Dr. Dick's going off the rails pretty yeah, pretty quickly. He's starting to crumble too. Yes, yeah. and he's been stuttering, I've noticed. Yeah, I, I think I'm really enjoying the character Leia. Yeah, I really like – I'm not sure if it's been written in that he's got a stutter or if he, the actor's just added that, but I'm mm. appreciating it mm. as a nice affectation. Um, yeah, it, I know. I think he's doing really well, but he's definitely falling apart because, you know, look, this wasn't a great plan. <laughs> a few holes in yeah. this one. Someone just tweeted, actually. Mm-hmm. This is all very modern and on, on trend, isn't it? <laughs> We're recording very, and people are tweeting. very now. Yeah. Oh, here, it's AJ, of course. AJ underscore Mel. Nick looked like he just realised giving chemo to a healthy person would somehow have a negative effect. Yeah. <laughs> For a doctor, he wasn't too aware it's of like, that. Hang on. My, my plan... My plan to give a person fake cancer may not come off without yeah. a hitch. I think I think this is just going to prove that Therese is the better sibling after all. <laughs> like she might have married Drab, but she, she could have become winning. a doctor. Yeah, she should have. Or also, Danny's back. Danny, oh, Danny's back. Of uh, course, Ferguson, mm. who she mm-hmm. ran down, Dad Cop, because she was texting driving. Mm. She's loitering around Harold's. Yeah. Imogen tells her to step off. Yeah. Fair. Thanks, Imogen. Right. So. That, yeah, I think that's a good move. I love how look like how ridiculous she looks when people yell at her. She's yeah. like, "Oh, sorry, are you still upset about that that guy I killed?" <laughs> like, oh man, and she's just—I really don't like her character much at all at the moment. Like, she's not being sorry enough, but she's being weak. Yeah, she's yeah, she's sulking a lot that people aren't mm. letting her try and make up for the fact that she killed a guy. Yeah, and let's face it, even when she lived there, she wasn't that involved with these people. Like, move no. on. You know, and she was able to move off and like leave whenever she felt like, like it. Maybe make a donation to the TAC or something. Can you mm. donate to the TAC? I look. I feel like there's something you could donate to. Maybe that. Oh no, I think it's government. But there'd be something. Make a donation directly to the Turner family. Yeah, do they need it. They need it. Chuck Give them, them the garage. Chuck them a grand. She sold it to the you to know the, the Shonkies. Yeah, Damato is to the Shonkies. Okay, so oh, over to Toadie and Brennan. They're mm. having a little man-to-man chat because. 
Brennan's just been dumped mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Toadie's there to comfort him. Yeah, and Toadie makes a big point that Brennan's not that great when he's sick. <laughs> like he's like, oh, mate, you're really not good with a cold, are you? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, celebrate your wins, Toadie. I think also <laughs> Toadie should spend more time with Carl because in that relationship he's the cool one. For sure. Yeah. That's why because they were having a dinner party earlier in the week, the Rebeccas and the Kennedys. Exactly. And like in that relationship, Sonia and Toadie, they're they're on they're on pulse. Like they're they're, you know, young and hip. Yeah. But when they hang out with the boy, these guys, yeah. they're just he's the old loser. And he cause he's regressing back to his lawman days. Yeah. So we'll skip over to the then in the next scene, he's like, Let's have a boys' day. Let's forget about your troubles mm. and he brings Nate around and then they start having an arm wrestle, Nate and Toadie, even though Nate's army trained. Yeah, a little bit awkward because yeah. who is ever going to win between a lawyer and an army guy? And he's like, lawman, lawman, because he mm. used to be a wrestler and that was his identity. Yeah. But also I think, so do you think Nate let him win? Yeah, 100%. Because the other day. Oh, he just didn't really care. The other week at, my fa- at Family Easter, my boyfriend's auntie's house, mm-hmm. he was having an arm wrestle with his little cousin, his mm. like six-year-old cousin. Yep. And. The six-year-old won the arm wrestle and I was gobsmacked. I'm like, how did this happen? And he's like, well, I let him win. I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought the kid actually genuinely beat you. <laughs> You're like, great acting. <laughs> uh, so I think that's what went down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that or he just honestly wanted it to be over <laughs> and he couldn't be bothered. He winning. wanted to get to the bar because yeah. they're going to hit a brand new bar in town. A, ba- a bar called grasshoppers cj you have a theory about this bar i felt like it could be a gay bar yeah like they got pretty excited about dancing nate is well on the way he's beyond rebound he wants to get back on the scene well we need him to like without me having better words for this we need him to be gay again yes because without a boyfriend because he's not like camp no so without a boyfriend he's not been like we've not seen him as a gay person which is it's great that you know you don't need to be camp exactly that's they aren't mutually exclusive. No. So, But we do want to see him showing a romantic interest in another fella. Yeah. So, like, I want to see him being friends with the straight guys. Yeah. Because that shows that straight guys and gay guys can be friends. Yes. But I also want him to have a man. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Or yeah. several. Happy for several. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to commit to anyone. Come one, come all. Yeah. So, Brennan's not keen on going out. He's still snotty-nosed. Yeah. And he he's not... Like, he's still attractive. <laughs> There'll be some girls down at the bar that will not mind. Oh, no. They will say, give me whatever you've got. <laughs> oh, I've had my flu shots. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything more with them? Oh, oh, the, the, oh then Sheila walks oh. in, Colette and Anne. She comes in and invites them all round for the roast. Yeah. Lamb roast. And then what happened? All the boys clear out except for Brennan because she's got, he's got to break up with Sheila. I know. So a, he gets dumped and then he has to break up then with Sheila. he has Sheila. to tell his girlfriend's mum that he's not in the picture and she's devo. Yeah, because she was keener on him always. Yeah. Yeah. She Like she couldn't have handpicked a better suitor for her oh. daughter. Perfect. Like other than her obvious attraction to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm surprised she didn't actually go, well, I'm free. That's all right. Get that shirt off. Like, get over to my house. Yeah, the roast o- invitation is still open. Yeah, she's even going to have some basting to cover <laughs> him up with oil. <laughs> That's what she's doing in the shower. That's what she's putting in the shower, <laughs> the basting from the roast. Yeah. That's what's it's going animal in. Animal fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's from the water hole. She's, she tells Aww. the chef out the back, save some of that. You know, like the deep fryer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. She just takes that home every night. Just got to re-plumb that into yeah. the Brennan's shower. Wow. I've really yeah, put a lot we, on Sheila, we but that's went- fine. <laughs> so 
Naomi's over with Paul now that she's a free agent. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she just broke Like, she literally... (laughs) Five minutes ago. Five minutes ago broke up with her boyfriend and then she's like, where is my man? I got to find him. Yeah, she's not wasting any time. No, she's a classic gold digger. She has found a dying rich man. And she said, he's mine, I want him. She's Anna Nicole. Yeah, she's not waiting. She knows the, t- the clocks are ticking. Rest in peace, Anna she's, Nicole. She's got to move in. Yeah. And the Lasseter sale's been approved, so Paul wants to celebrate. Now, that was quick. Well, actually, no, it's not been approved. It's approved that they will sell, they'll, that they'll buy. They've offered. I really Hotel ho- chain. I really hope he gets the all clear and finds out he doesn't have cancer before he sells oh, it. Oh, what if he sells it and then oh, what's like, going to happen to Lasseter's? Like, if he sells it. And gives his mayorship over to Carl. Like, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. That's, I'm upset for He Paul. doesn't even have any skills to fall back on. Yeah, and he's not even selling it for, like, a super good price either. He may, he may, no, he'll still, he'll still have the off, <laughs> the off-air bar. Oh, he will, he'll great. Have go, he'll have to go to work with Daniel. They'll yeah. be the original odd and couple. And he can hold the baby <laughs> until they find out it's Oh, joking. my God, I would love that. So, <laughs> Danny, she's taken oh. her doldrums over to... The, the roadside memorial for dead cop and yeah. she's laying down flowers yeah. and Josh, who is creepily, because he's Pistori Josh, he's mm. followed a, a, a blonde lady you and you hate for down Josh. the street. Well, he, you know, he's good. He's do his TAFE homework. I don't want him just following sad ladies Josh is really getting it together. Like <laughs> he sourced out somebody who needed empathy, found them and sat down with them. He's going to be a psychologist, I reckon. Oh. He'll okay. be something. Okay, if yeah. he becomes a psychologist, he will be redeemed of all of the horrible traits. Imagine if he becomes a real psychologist with a degree. Yes. And then he can treat people yes. on the street. That would seriously, oh. that would absolve him and of all his past mistakes. And people would only have to mistakes. go to Carl to get their mental health plan. Yes. And then they go straight to him. Hop over to Josh. Excellent. I mean, he hasn't finished high school, so we've got a bit to go. Okay. But <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. So he offers an ear. And shoulder to cry on for Danny. He, he says, does. look, I've been in your shoes. I didn't kill a guy, but I ruined his life. I punched, I coward punched Chris. Yeah. And he, he's not a mechanic anymore because he doesn't have the fine motor skills. No, but, you know, he landed himself on a gold mine. So oh, I don't feel sorry for Chris at he's all. living the good life in New York City. He lives in New York. And probably all he does is stuff up some rooms in a hotel. And everyone says, oh, yeah, you're great. Yeah. Because he's. He's the boss's bit of stuff. He's fine. Do you reckon they live in the meatpacking district or somewhere oh, trendy? Well, I hope so for his <laughs> sake. Um, but, yeah, they would live somewhere great. Yeah, he's on a good wicket. But Josh says, look, I understand what it's like to have this guilt. You've mm. ruined someone's life. Mm. Killed a guy. She's like, how do, how do you deal with it? How did you deal with this? And, and he's he, like, I went to TAFE. Maybe you should try. Well, no, his, his solution was, look, I mowed his lawns for a while. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Lauren's going to be too pumped I if do. you show up to ride bikes with her, you know? They do need the lawn mowed because remember the other day Bailey tried I, to do it and he <laughs> couldn't. <laughs> and he said, you're not my real dad. He couldn't Daniel. turn on the mower. So mowing the lawn would actually be helpful. Mm. Because you imagine if Lauren walked out into the backyard and there's Danny mowing the lawn. <laughs> She'd be texting at the same time. Oh, of course she would be. be a disaster. Sending a sext. <laughs> uh, oh, over at Harold's store, Imogen. Imogen. Yeah. Oh, in the middle of Imogen. her legal studies degree. Yeah, she has become a graphic designer and communications advisor expert. She's mocked up a website for the Cancer Centre. Yeah, and it's amazing. In her free time. Like, I did a year of multimedia just to get my skills out. I've done two degrees in communications. I could not have achieved that. No. Like, she, that was a really sophisticated-looking 
um, piece of work. She's knocked that over in a couple of classes mm. at Eden Hills Uni. That's all she needed. She must be doing arts law. Oh, okay. Like, that's the only way it makes sense. She can't be doing business law or straight law. Arts law. When yeah. do you learn to make pamphlets when you do normal law? Oh, that's good. I'm glad she'll get to get a bit of creativity yeah, in it's there. Yeah, nice. Imogen could be a one-stop shop for the town. Yeah. Like she could do almost anything at this point. Like she can be a lawyer, a graphic designer, communications. Um, she can get the hottest boy in the... In the, yeah. in the group. Like oh, what? I'm, I'm really happy with her yeah. trajectory here. It's, it's yeah, going to be great. Team Imogen. So at, we rejoin Paul and Naomi having their celebratory drink in the waterhole. Mm. Sheila flags down Naomi. She storms on in, yanks her daughter away and says, mm. love, what the hell? You've broken up with yeah. Constable Mechanic. Why? And well, you've, you're making the worst decision of your life. I'm mm. inclined to agree with Sheila. And Naomi says, well, I had to because I've got feelings for Paul. Yep. And Sheila's not quite sure what to do with that. I mean, mm. Naomi's gone from Toadie to Mark mm. to Paul. Like, it's, you can't pin down her taste. But, like, and Sheila keeps on going on about how Mark is available and that's why Naomi should be with him. Right. Rather than being unavailable like most men that Naomi okay, has yeah. gone for. Like, married, dying, that kind of thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. point. But when you think about when they got together, yes. what attracted her to him? He was unavailable. He was still mourning the loss of his fiance. And he still had unresolved feelings for Paige. Yeah, and he didn't want to make a big deal of the relationship. Yes. And then 15 seconds into it, he was all like, <gasps> I love her. And then she's over it. Oh, my God. She still hasn't sorted this out. No, she hasn't. All she wants is an unavailable man. Oh, Naomi. And who is the most unavailable emotionally of all of the town? The guy who's fake dying of fake cancer. Exactly. And even when he's not fake dying, he is exactly the guy for her. <laughs> Okay, now, at the waterhole, yep. Paul's having a great time knocking back his drink. Carl's happy to see him out and about. Yeah, they're, and they're really enjoying themselves. Yeah. Like, Paul is one of the people again, you know? And he's wearing his Yankees cap that yeah. Lucy's sent him from yeah, obvious, the States. Yeah. I, oh, by the way, i got a tip here. We're never going to see Lucy again. Oh, She's really? not coming back with the baby. No, because her vehicle's over. She took Chris out and it's done. Oh, yeah. sad. Okay, so the baby will come back in 20 years if oh. neighbours are still going strong. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 100% neighbours will still be going strong. Paul starts feeling dizzy. Yeah, so he just takes a step back and then he's like, no, I'm okay. And then it escalates very quickly. Yeah. And he falls. And he falls. And he like, he basically like, it was like he was diving into an ocean. Like, whoo. He's, he's down. Down, down yeah, the count. Down. Georgia's creepily watching in the distance, having a solo drink in the bar. What, yeah. What were you doing, Georgia? <laughs> Georgia, Go I'm home. sorry. She's doing such a great job at being an annoyed, angry loser. With um, no job because she's been sacked. Yeah. Yeah. What? I guess what else do you do? You drink alone. That's what Matt was doing. Yeah. It's true. You're day drinking. That's what you do. <laughs> at least he found a friend in Shazza Canning. Yeah. Georgia well, needs to find a drinking friend. She could call up her mother-in-law. They could have a grand yep. time. She could get the drinks on the house yeah. in particular. So he's collapsed. He can't breathe. Carl's handling it. Carl jumps to attention. Georgia comes on board with yep. her nursing know-how and they're sorting him out. At that point, Dr. Dick waltzes in. He sees the commotion, runs over and says, I'm handling this. I'm well, his says, doctor. I, um, can, I, uh, can I look at him or something? Yeah. And they let him look. And they say an ambulance is on the way. And he says, cancel it. Yeah, because he's a crazy nutbag. <laughs> now... In medical and in emergency services situations, the first person on the scene yep. is the one that controls it. So oh. they created this rule right. to stop things like this happening. To so stop another person coming in and going, cancel the ambulance. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So um, I know someone who's a cop. Yeah. And for the first six months, every time they were driving to the scene, they would hope someone else would get there first because they didn't feel like ready to oh, manage it that's yet. Rough, you know? Yeah. Because it's hard. Yeah. And um, 
so they'd get there and, you know, an ambulance would be there first or the fireman got there or whatever. So it was, whatever they would there, manage it. They would manage right. it. So in this case, Carl has the authority yep. and he's like, uh, Dr. Dick, mate, back off. Yeah. I'm looking after this. And, he, and Georgia starts to. Yeah, she pops up. She said, um, no, he needs antibiotics and he needs oxygen. Like yeah. she, she's on it. She's a nurse and she knows what and he needs. And he tries to shut Georgia up in the middle of all of this. Nobody, like, nobody asked nobody you. Nobody asked you. Gosh, he's terrible. four-year-old. And so Carl, he says, I'm his specialist. And Carl says, back off. Like, yeah. we've got this. Uh, something that stood out to me is while Carl's man crush on Dr. Nick has been waning. Yes. This was the moment it was oh. over. And he said, you know what? You might be a specialist, but I've got like 10 years on you. <laughs> yes. You know? So he's shipped off in the ambulance and we'll, we won't see them because we're wrapping up. But that yeah. will all be... Uh, By the time you get back... Oh... It's going to be out. I can't believe I'm going to miss the outing of Dr. Dick. I know. But we'll come back in a, in a few weeks and I'm sure we'll be able to fill the gaps. Look, there, there'll be tweets. There might be a Facebook uh, post. So it's going to all come out. Paul's going to be fine. CJ, you had a massive meltdown thinking Paul was not going to be okay. Uh, yeah, like it was only half an hour ago when I felt like he wouldn't be okay. But now <laughs> I feel so secure. I had to talk you down. He's going to be right. He's going to be fine. Oh, he was. He's, he's looking very grey. Yeah, he's playing it really well. He's yeah. nailing it. Now, so we'll finish up a couple of tweets of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Ellen J. Rule. Uh, this blew my mind. So if Josh is the baby daddy, that means he knocked up the daughter of the woman who his dad knocked up 20-something years ago. Wow. Amazing. History repeating itself. Amazing. Well, and actually Lauren mentioned that she's the same age. Yes. That she was. And that's actually really common statistically. And that was a good moment too when she said, I was pregnant at at the same age, and Paige is like, but I turned out okay. And, and she's like, yeah, but I gave you to someone else. Yes. <laughs> I didn't raise you with a douchebag like Daniel, because Daniel is the equivalent of Brad. Brad for sure. Know? And, oh, this is Remude. Paige is like Erin's Bras Dolly Doctor when she's giving Imogen <laughs> sex yeah. advice. And, oh, this is the best. AJ, let's face it, Bales has done a better job of policing Erin's Bras than Matt or Mark lately. Yeah. And L underscore Yo. Paul needs to get the view of the Melbourne skyline from his penthouse updated. Couple of buildings missing. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably true. And that's it. Uh, keep tweeting me uh, while we take a little hiatus because I need to keep uh, up to date at yeah, Neighbours Pod. The second the Dr. Dick is revealed, everyone needs to take screen captures of this. Oh, I need it. Yeah. And facebook.com slash Neighbours Podcast. I'm at Vaya Pashos. I'm at Because I'm Pink. Yeah, because I am I, pink. Because I, you've got to say the full word. Yeah, I'm not up with it. I am at because I am pink. Excellent. And we are also both on Beamly. And a massive thank you to Beamly for supporting this little run of Neighbours. It's been really fun. Do we have a Beamly question? I think the Beamly question can be when when will when? George yeah like what's going to happen what, how will how this is, unfold how yeah. is it all going to go down yeah. the un the undoing of dr dick any 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 words you have on it like if you think george is going to do it or carl's going to do it whatever tell or us how and yeah the neighbors show page at mm-hmm. beamly.com drop us a line and if you want to drop me an email neighborspod at gmail.com and we'll keep you up to date on when we're coming back for the next round of Neighbours as well. Yay. Thank you so much for listening and for your iTunes ratings and reviews. They're really helpful and lovely. And we'll chat to you soon. Okay, see ya. Hold up. 